Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the option. But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayode. Let me talk. No, I will, I will let you talk. Kayode. Kayode. I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayode. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000 of you. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. The Big Three Global Edition on Hard Facts. Shaku Maku, everybody. Shaku Maku, all the way from Lagos to Abuja to Dhaka, Senegal, and to the United Kingdom, where we have several people listening in today's show. And this promises to be a, a big show today on 99.3 Nigeria Info. It's a hot and humid afternoon uh, in Lagos. Don't know what the weather is like in the United Kingdom or in, in Dhaka, Senegal. I am Aoro Obo, and um, you're welcome to um, Hat Fact, the global edition. And from now all the way till 4 p.m., you know what to do on Fridays. We um, we take a break from um, the the local stories and then see what is happening in the national scene. Many times those stories have bearings with what is happening in Nigeria also. At uh, 4 p.m., we'll have Public Square, uh, where Rotmi Sankara and I will be looking at um, seven years after the Chibok uh, uh, girl's abduction. Uh, plenty for us to talk and think about. So, on the Global 3, uh, we have three big stories. And, and, and uh, believe it or not, I mean, this was war trying to find out just which of the stories I am going to go with. Uh, but first and foremost, let's make welcome our guest today on the Global Edition, a great uh, friend of mine and someone who's been on the continent of Africa doing a lot of stuff with ECOWAS, now with ECONEC. It's an international media um, and communication specialist, Paul Ejime. Great to have you join us on 99.3 Nigeria Info. My pleasure. How are you doing? We're brilliant here. Uh, just the way you left us. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're still, we still together. It's still the same world. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Paul, for joining us. You can watch this live. This has been streamed on Facebook as well as on YouTube. Uh, Nigeria Info FM. And um, if you've got questions, comments, you want to contribute to any of the discussions, we will go straight with it. So, Paul, let's begin with um, the familiar terrain. All the stories are very you're very familiar with. Um, uh, the Sankara story where uh, Blaise Campari, former president of Burkina Faso, has been charged uh, for the murder of uh, Thomas Sankara's one story. Um, Patrice Talon, a neighboring Benin Republic, uh, has won a second term, but people are not talking about the re-election, but about all the violence that happened and the protests and the clampdown 
that led to um, Talon's victory. And interestingly, the Twitter story, the Twitter snob Nigeria went to Ghana to locate, to put his headquarters there. And there have been very uh, big reactions. Um, you know, Nigeria, Ghana, squabble one more time, but with a twist there. But let's begin with um, the Republic of Benin, which is nearby, next door. Uh, I'm sure in your years of um, having observed elections, uh, where I've met Paul a number of times, um, you probably would have thought that um, Patrice Talon's re-election with 86% of the votes uh, following the first round of the ballot will be the big story. But um, just like I've seen in a number of posts you put out, um, this election with Talon has won for a second term is unlike what we've seen in previous elections in the Republic of Benin. There was violence, uh, protesters were clamped down on and uh, it appears that the stable politics that the um, Republic of Benin had enjoyed in the past um, is beginning to slip away. Unfortunately so. And um, that is not good for Benin, uh, who is, which is a neighbor to Nigeria. Mm. It's not good for Kekoas, uh, and it's not good for um, Africa mm. and the world in general. Mm. Elections are supposed to be, you know, a process, mm. you know, affording the electorate, the people, the chance to change their leaders. Mm. It shouldn't be about uh, like a war that it has uh, become in, in most African countries, mm. a do or die affair, mm. and has become the, the driver and trigger of um, a lot of political um, instability. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, I think the politicians are not making, um, you know, are not um, covering themselves in glory. Uh, from one country to the other, from Côte d'Ivoire to um, Guinea to um, Niger, and now Benin, you know, and across the continent. Mm. It comes with pain, mm. and that shouldn't be. It's supposed to be a process uh, that, um, it's supposed, you know, like just um, uh, normal governance. Mm. You don't need to go to war. You don't need to kill. You don't need to spill blood to um, to elect your leaders. Or people should not uh, grant power and then decide to remain there. I think mm. that is one of the things. Mm. See, uh, tight um, uh, leaders. Mm. And even when they, ha they have nothing to offer. Look at Chad. Um, you know, Debbie has been there for more than tw uh, 30 years and mm. he still wants mm. um, Cameroon. Uh, people I grew up to know, Paul Bia, he's still there. Uh, Omar Bongo, and then um, he finishes. And the other thing, when they finish, they want to hand over to their to their uh, sons or, mm. or their children. Mm. And that is not how it should be. It's not an inheritance. It's mm. not a dynasty. Mm. It is monarch. It's not monarchy. Mm. It is about a process mm. by which you change, you transform mm. for the better mm. the lives of uh, people. Right, but that you are going right. But that hasn't been the case. Right. So, Paul, in the run-up to the election, which, which usually is the trigger to what happens, uh, we, we saw a situation where um, the opposition said the major reason they were carrying out their protest was because uh, Patrice Talon had said, I'm only going to do one term, and apparently had reneged on that and decided to run for a second term. So, if politicians say we'll do one term, like I remember Makisal said the same thing in Senegal, uh, many of them say those sort of things. Can you hold them by their words saying, because you said I'll do only one term, um, it's enough to go with? Well, that is the other problem. Mm. Integrity. Mm. And people being able to say, there was a Mandela, remember? Mm. He did, he, after 
27 years in prison. He came out and did one time. Mm. And people remember Mandela till tomorrow. Mm. You know, I wonder why African leaders are not following that example. Instead, they are only emulating themselves in, um, you know, suppression, oppression of their people. Mm. In Talon's case, if he has created, let's give it to him when he came in 2016, uh, taking over from um, Yayi Boni. Right. There was a level playing field, mm. you know, that allowed him to contest, to defeat the person that um, Yayi Boni had anointed. Mm. Uh, and that was when he made this uh, promise that he was going to serve. Uh, he was not under compulsion. Mm. But anyway, you have the right to change your mind. Mm. But that is not this. He has gone beyond that to bring in changes to the electoral law that. Uh, effectively shut off uh, opposition. Mm. Some of the major, uh, some of his major opponents are either in prison or facing trial or have quit, uh, quit before the election or are in exile. Mm. Mm. One woman, you know, is even in prison for mm. you, a female uh, candidate. Mm. And a, a, one of the aspirants had, um, the mother was killed mm. when um, uh, security forces went to uh, you know, raided uh, his house mm. because they said they were looking for for him over charges. Is that how? In fact, at least more than five, uh, about at least five people were killed in the run up to this election. Mm. And look at so uh, protests were banned mm. in any fact. And the the the, um, uh, the unfortunate thing is that people are not. Oikowas observers went there, right. and their declaration is that everything was honky-dory, hmm. that it was uh, transparent right. in the places where he covered. And that is the danger. Right. That right. Uh, people should talk, talk to, let, let people talk to people. Mm -hmm. Let leaders talk to themselves and say, listen, oh, I, I right. know you are my friend, right. you are my friend, but in this area, you are not doing well. Mm. Peer review. Mm. And that is the only way. But here we have a situation. It's only a few um, uh, civil society groups right. like Osiwa, mm. the um, Open Society uh, uh, Initiative for oh, West Africa, Africa. Mm. that are the ones shouting. The others are just pretending as if nothing has happened. And you have also seen videos of um, electoral malpractices, mm. you know, of uh, uh, stamping double, you know, stamping of uh, uh, ballots, mm. ballot papers. Mm. Uh, you will be surprised that he didn't even get a uh, hundred percent from the way from those um, stamping like that. But still, right. with all the intimidation, with all the uh, suppression and oppression, he ended up with uh, eighty six, mm. and that is not how how to go. You know, he, there was no level playing field. There is, you know, so it, it was. Some people will describe it as a sham, mm. and that is not. What what uh, West Africa or Benin, for that matter, mm -hmm. who, you know, that used to pride itself as, uh, you know, a stable democracy. Mm. But all that is now going down, mm. and it will affect not just Benin, it will affect Nigeria, it will affect West Africa, and then Africa as mm. a whole. Mm. And that is why when things like that are happening, when your house, your neighbor's house is on fire, mm. you don't go to sleep. Absolutely. Because very soon, um, nobody wants the military to come up and nobody is suggesting that the military should come in. Right. But it, it is when you make peaceful, you know, ch change by peaceful means impossible, mm. you're only cutting, um, uh, you know, violence. Mm. Mm. And that is what, what, what should worry uh, those who are, who are following democracy in Africa. Mm. All right. In case, um, you in case you just joined the conversation on um, a global uh, review, uh, we have um, Paul Ejimeh, Paul Ejimeh's international media 
and communication specialist, and uh, we're looking at um, big stories that have happened this week. Uh, we, so while we while we mull over the situation in Bene, uh, because it's particularly very close to Nigeria, and um, we don't want anything to go awry there and affect um, whatever happens um, in a neighboring state. Uh, Burkina Faso has an interesting situation playing out. Uh, Blaise Campari, former president of Burkina Faso, who is in Cote d'Ivoire in absentia, has been charged for the murder of um, Thomas Sankara, former president. Um, and this was one of the most infamous killings in, the, in, 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 in Africa's history, especially in the 1980s. Uh, Sankara was called uh, Africa's Che Guevara in the way he carried out his reforms in, um, you know, in Burkina Faso. He, um, he, he, he shunned a, a, a lavish lifestyle, war military fatigue, and, uh, he, you know, he, a lot of things he carried out, free education and all of that, is still being talked about in West Africa as being unprecedented for his, um, during his time in power. So now Kampari, finally, who is in exile, um, he is going to face trial, and... Um, there's been a lot of confusion whether Cote d'Ivoire will let him go back to answer those charges in um, in uh, Ouagadougou. What, what, do you, what do you think about this, um, Paul? Okay, but before I, I, I come there, let us close on the one um, uh, on Bene. Oh, what is happening? Well. Let me give you the latest. The latest is that the, the Constitutional Court has just uh, ratified uh, the election of uh, uh, Patrick Talon. Uh, and then, but that has not ended. One civil society election platform mm. is questioning the fifty percent or more um, voter turnout. Mm. Actually, it is saying that the turnout was as low as twenty six percent. So, and then opposition leaders are still being arrested. One was arrested um, yesterday on Thursday mm. as um, the court was declaring uh, Talon um, uh, the winner. Right. So there is. Um, danger looming mm. there. Mm. So I think we should uh, have flag it, we should highlight it so that right. they, they will go in, whoever wants to go, ECOWAS and whoever, should go there now or before it becomes too late. Now right. to um, uh, Burkina Faso. Mm. Well, it's about, um, you saw what happened in uh, 2014 about people power. Right. That uh, removed uh, Kampari. Revolution yes, 2.0. This was friends. Mm. He, he, you know, a friend to um, uh, Thomas Sankara. Mm. They came to power in uh, 83. Mm. But in 87, uh, Sankara was killed at age 30, 37 or so. Yeah, and um, it's now been established, and it wasn't today, it's been on, mm. that um, his friend um, Kampari had in hand um, in, in, um, in uh, Sankara's death. And so there have been. Um, uh, uh, investigation upon investigation at home. Um, uh, he stayed in power for almost 27 years until the people power protest removed him in 2014. Mm. Now he ran to um, uh, Cote d'Ivoire and mm. has taken the citizenship there, um, further complicating the issue. Mm. Now the chicken has come home to roost. Mm. Uh, the government there are now saying um, um, he has to face a trial whether in exile or in absentia or whatever. Mm. That is um, one thing. And you have raised the question whether uh, Cote d'Ivoire will, will um, release him. Mm. And that is where the, that is a big question. Because, mm. you know, you when people are oppressing, the oppressor can only succeed when they have the complicity and the support of um, uh, an insider. Mm. That is what happened. Mm. That is the case of Africa. Mm. Af uh, France has not been uh, has not played a very 
uh, wonderful rule when it comes to politics and the economy of his uh, former colonies. Right. And that is part of the problem. Right. Now this man has gone there, um, it would have been okay to say, okay, um, release him mm. or let's give him uh, the chance to, to, to explain himself in court. Mm. Let him have his, his, um, his day in court. Right. But I wonder what it will happen. Hissen mm. uh, Habri, let me remember fact, that I was just, I was just going to I was just going to mention Hissen Habri in, from Chad, yes. who's tried in he, Senegal. He ran to, he ran to Senegal. Mm. Um, you know, he's married to a Senegalese. And after years, I think uh, uh, under Ward, President Ward, right. uh, they were saying they could not uh, release him. I think I think they decided to to try him in um, in Senegal mm. and and so on. It doesn't matter where where these people are tried. Mm. The point is that there has to be consequences Absolutely. for all these um, you know repression, oppression, and violation of human rights of other people, of Africans. Mm. There has to be consequences because um, impunity is what is um, is the is the oxygen that is driving dictatorship. Mm. That is what is happening. That there, there is no place you, that you don't have corruption or crime being committed by leaders. Right. But the difference is that in other places, there, there are consequences. But in Africa, it doesn't seem to be so. It appears they are just rubber stamping, you know, continuation of um, oppression and violation of people's rights. Mm. And that cannot continue. Mm. Um, that will not show the way to consolidation of democracy or mm. whatever um, style or system of government that Africa is uh, practicing. Right. So it's, it's, a, it's an open-ended question whether um, Campari will be, whether uh, Cote d'Ivoire will release uh, uh, Campari to be tried in, um, in, um, um, in, in his country, right. uh, Burkina Faso. Right. But let's face it, he brought transformational changes to the life of um, the, the uh, Burkina Faso that he renamed them. Uh, you know, in fact, he gave the, the name Burkina Faso, the, yes. the, the land of, um, of um, you know, honest people, honest, yes. men, honest men from uh, Upper, upper Volta. Yeah. So he changed that name in, in 1984. Mm. So there, there has to be consequences for whatever has happened. Otherwise, Africa will continue to, to witness this instability and look at insecurity that is happening across the Sahel and um, West African region. Absolutely. It is because of this uh, bad governance. Mm. It is when people are denied their rights, when people are not uh, uh, taking their uh, governance ceases to be that of um, delivering, delivering of, um, you know, the, the benefits of democracy, right. of uh, the welfare of people. Right. People will, uh, will take up uh, arms whatever way. Um, in Burkina Faso, the the the, the Bokinambes marched in on the street mm. until uh, Kampare was uh, removed. Mm. Uh, it's not many Africans. Africans are not known so much for that. Right. Um, everybody they love their their lives. They don't want to um, uh, to stake their. But they have to. Mm -hmm. They have to look at Miami. Look at what is happening there. Right. Since February first, right. They have all been on the street. People more than seven hundred right. or so people have died. Right. But they have not ceased. There has to be that consistency, that um, uh, uh, sustainable pressure right. uh, that is put on um, on leadership to deliver. Right. Otherwise, they, they should be taken out. Right. So, Paul, uh, by the way, you can send in messages or comments or questions on WhatsApp. It's 0809-597-5805. Again, 0809-597-5805. Uh, Leonard Sunon, he's, uh, from the, he says, I'm from the Republic of Benin. Uh, Patrice Talon is not the kind of president we want to see in the country, uh, but it's not the way uh, 
it should be. Keep sending those messages on uh, WhatsApp as well as Facebook, where we're streaming this live, uh, as well as on Twitter. Uh, but, but Paul, before we leave um, the, um, the story on um, uh, uh, Burkina Faso, I can imagine what's going through Alassane Ouattara's mind. He's just been sworn in for another term in office. And um, he has Laurent Gbagbo coming in, and then he has um, <laughs> a Blaise Campari. He has to answer, uh, answer a decision whether or not to let him go. You think it could be in a sort of situation that Ulusegono Basanjo found himself when he had asked uh, Charles Taylor to go back to answer crimes uh, that had happened during the war in Sierra Leone? Well, that is uh, so, or likely is a similar situation, but mm. I can tell you that, that so long as um, France continues to give their support to this kind of uh, things happening in Africa, mm. if he has the support of France, they will probably, he will think that he can stick it out. Mm. But so it depends now on the Ivorians mm. to um, say no mm. to this type of uh, situation. That somebody who has committed a crime mm. or crimes, right. because it's not just... Um, um, uh, uh, Sankara's death. Right. There were people where people died. About thirty-four people were killed mm. uh, when um, you know security forces uh, came uh, against um, those who were protesting the fact that uh, um, uh, Kampare wanted to continue to uh, his uh, on, on, on in power. Right. You know, some people were killed, and then he's implicated in that, and now this other one. Mm. So if you keep him there, what are you telling the whole world? But by the way, he too has not um, uh, does not have a clean hand. Mm. Um, over there, he has uh, uh, managed to um, push through uh, uh, reforms mm. for an election of a third term. Right. You know, under so many guys. Do you know what they do? They tinker with the constitution, make the uh, parliament um, malleable, or uh, uh, you know, the one that will always. Uh, Cotel uh, uh, to their their wishes and right. caprices, right. and then uh, ride them rough shots over over the population. Right, but that is not how it should be. Mm-hmm. A government under a democracy should have an opposition that is strong mm. that can step in. Mm. In England, where we are, the the, the opposition, the Labour, or whether it's Labour is in, in government or the, the Conservatives, they have what they call shadow uh, uh, cabinet. Right, that is the whole idea. That and until that happens, when the the, uh, uh, opposition is strong to the point that they can step in and Mm. take over from a ruling party, right? Until that happens, what we have in Africa is, um, you know, people the opposition perhaps they oppose government in the morning and then in the evening they are, you know, hobnobbing with them, right? So that is not how it should be. We should learn to have. um, uh, a, a vibrant and uh, uh, viral opposition right. that can question, ask questions, right. and not just make uh, their own um, uh, campaign promises. Right. But when they get on the saddle again, right. they All right, Paul. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you. We're going to go on a quick break, and we come back to the third and very important question and story um, where people have protested in court, and the government says responsible is, is because they protested. That's why Twitter decided to relocate its headquarters, or rather, site its headquarters in Accra, Ghana. It's 99.3 Nigeria Info. Uh, Global Review will be right back. Please stay with us. If you're like me, that has to deal with heavy downloads, 
and in need to be connected, then you need a 9 Mobile MiFi or router. At the office, at home, and on the go, never worry about a steady connection. Buy any of our MiFi or router data bundles for as low as 16,000 Naira and get a free 4G MiFi or router. Just visit any 9 Mobile Experience Center or authorized 9 Mobile dealer outlets to get yours. Terms and conditions apply. 9 Mobile. Hey, Ali. How are you? I'm tired, Shadi. My bank is bashing my head with charges. <sighs> Have I not shown you how to break free from suffer-head banking? Uh, is it that kudo something? <laughs> kuda, Ali. It's kuda. Uh-huh, that one, kuda. Are they, are they even safe? Hey, where do I start? They don't charge me accounts or card maintenance fees. Uh-huh. My bank has even charged for a debit card I don't have. My kuda card was free and delivered to my house free. I have never paid a naira for owning this card. Eh? What about transfers? Hmm. Kuda will give you 20 Five free transfers to other banks every single month for the rest of your life. You're right, Sha. <laughs> shadi, Shadi. Is your hotspot on? Better use your own data. <laughs> shadi. <laughs> Kuda Microfinance Bank gives you an account with free transfers, a free card, and zero ridiculous fees. Break free now. Get Kuda on Google Play or the App Store now and open a full bank account in a few minutes. Kuda. The Bank of the Free. I am Simone Cipriani. And I'm Claire Press. You are listening to the Ethical Fashion Podcast. Get ready for another season of the EFI Podcast Series. Change starts at the grassroots level from the collective efforts of people. This Friday at 12.15 to 1 p.m. This series will explore topics relevant today more than ever. The systems that we live in are operating with 100% efficiency. To Through the voice of African creatives and leaders. Hosted by Simone Cipriani and Claire Press. The series explores issues driving the conversation around ethical fashion. The discussions featuring African leaders and creatives range from female power and wildlife conservation to African entrepreneurship. Right here on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. If you're like me, that has to deal with heavy downloads and a need to be connected. Then you need a 9 mobile MiFi or router. At the office, at home and on the go, never worry about a steady connection. Buy any of our MyFi or Router data bundles for as low as 16,000 Naira and get a free 4G MyFi or Router. Just visit any 9 Mobile Experience Center or authorized 9 Mobile dealer outlets to get yours. Terms and conditions apply. 9 Mobile. Global edition on Hard Facts. All right, welcome back. Uh, 99.3 Nigeria Info, the Global Review. And um, we've been speaking with Paul Ejime, Paul Ejime, international media and communication specialist. And three great stories we've been talking about. Uh, Paul, a number of people are commenting on the third story, which we are going to get to in, in just a minute, because it has all of the trappings of what you expect not to expect to hear. Uh, you think Nigeria's... Um, uh, 28 million um, Twitter users would have been enough to get Twitter to locate its headquarters here. But it chose Ghana, which has just got about um, uh, about 8 million um, users. And it says the reason why it chose Ghana uh, was because um, Ghana is um, support of free speech and online freedoms. It says also because Ghana's... Um, uh, Ghana hosts the Secretariat of the African Continental Free Trade Area. It's also one of the reasons it may have uh, decided to choose its um, headquarters there. But it says Nigeria remains its, its target market. So um, 
Nigeria Ghana squabble has begun offline, online, and the government, yes, the, uh, the Truth Minister of Information and Culture, Lai Mohammed, said it was because people were unpatriotic. Um, things like NSAS protests and all of that uh, were responsible for Twitter deciding to choose its headquarters um, in Accra, the Ghanaian capital. So, Paul, <laughs> an interesting story. Yeah. Okay, let, let, let's also close the one on um, Kampari and Burkina Faso. I think uh, the way forward should be for um, uh, Alassane Ouattara to release um, uh, Kampari to face trial. Mm. Look at it. Babo, for instance, from um, Côte d'Ivoire, went there, right. was taken to the, to the Hague. Mm-hmm. And then they just, after listening to him, they freed. So going to court does not amount to... Um, you know, uh, conviction. Right. But it will show a hand that you believe in justice, right. that you believe in uh, peace and human rights. Mm. Okay, uh, let's start there. And then move to Twitter, Nigeria, and Ghana. Mm. Well, it, it's been uh, been coming. It's not um, something that... Uh, remember that um, President Obama visited... Um, uh, in visiting Africa, was in Ghana, and then skipped Nigeria. Right. And... Uh, I mean, I remember in 2014-15 when um, you had um, Ebola, Ebola crisis. Um, Nigeria had Ebola, uh, right. managed Ebola the way that no country had uh, done. Mm. But um, uh, the international community decided to put the management, the hub, the African hub for the management of Ebola in Accra in Ghana. And mm. then look at the... Um, African um, uh, continental uh, free trade area. Right. Um, Ghana was chosen as a headquarters. Mm. There are so many factors to it. Mm. It is economic, it is uh, social, mm. it is political, mm. and then, you know, driven by what you call some imponderables, things that you cannot see, but are there. <laughs> so, the fact that you also have to lobby to get certain you don't take anything for granted. Right. You have real that figure about how many Twitter people remember that these are, you know, the social network um, that are now ruling the world. Mm. The, the, the uh, youths are hooked onto it. Mm. And you, like uh, you said, Twitter was even um, very truthful in telling us that they are targeting the Nigerian market. Right. So, but the point now is that in business, you weigh your risk, your risks. Right. How, and then because the, when the, the you, unless the, 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 the risk, and then your, what they call return on investments. Right. If your return investments is more than the risk you have to take, you you go you you go for it, mm. but if the if it is not worth it, then you for, no matter the all the pull and uh, uh, push factors, mm. you will find that you will decide you want to put your money where your mouth is mm. or the mm. other. I don't know how. They, I think that is how they say. It. So in the case of um, Twitter, I think they they are not really you know they can, they have the investment they have the money right. That is what it doesn't. They are not investing on sentiments. Mm. They are telling you. And part of the problem is Nigerian made. Hmm. Nigeria to have investment, an investor must look at the sustainability. Right. How do you plan? Hmm. Do you plan for so many years without disruption? Right. And not be in a place where you are not sure of uh, the policy um, consistency. Hmm. That is one thing that Nigeria has never had for it. Hmm. This government will come today, uh, flip flops. That does not help any investor. And then insecurity. Don't mm. take anything away from it. And then the ease of doing business. Right. 
in on the on the on the ranking, Nigeria falls very low. Mm. Is is lagging behind Ghana in right. that because if you if you can set up business in um, within and they in within um, a week mm. in a country right. and then another country puts a, a a roadblock on them and then bottlenecks that you have to cross. No matter your profitability, you have to all those things will be taken into into account. Right. So Nigeria has to do instead of uh, the minister blaming the media. And and I, I, I this idea of blaming the media because yeah. media becomes a scapegoat. The media did not instigate the uh, the riots or the insecurity that is happening Absolutely. in Nigeria or in West Africa. Right. So it is a case of putting your house in order. Right. Nigeria has to get its act in order. It's not just having the population. Right. It goes beyond that. Right. What about the policies? What about your address? Instead of uh, tackling these people, you need to address the issues that. Uh, Twitter has raised, hmm. but Twitter should also be, uh, 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 you know, very um, be uh, honest. Right. And uh, in any case, who are the people going to work? Um, the you know the those going to be recruited to do. If you say most likely, uh, you will need more likely Nigerians. Huh? <laughs> yes, who understand them? You know, Ibo Yoruba Hausa. Who I can any Ghanaian or whatever we do that that more than the Nigerians. Yeah. So you see the. It is all about, you know, strategy. Right. It is about, you know, getting your house in order and then being putting your best foot forward. Mm. If you are... Nigeria should... I, they, they say that nobody is indispensable. Right. But you have to make yourself... Put yourself in a position where nobody can ignore you. Mm. Mm. And it is not by taking anybody for granted. Right. Nigeria has got to do the work, get its... Um, whatever they are talking about, uh, human rights... It, it might be the same thing in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Um, you are not telling me that Ghana has, uh, you know, Ghana has issues about, uh, you know, uh, free press, free uh, press freedom, freedom right. and uh, free speech right. and all that. But they are looking at stability. They right. are looking at um, uh, security. Right. They are looking at how, and then you don't wear, have, keep your house, your money somewhere in one day. Right. And then... Um, Bandits will will come into your office and right. then render all that um, uh, useless in in one day. Right. That is what Nigeria has to address. I mean, Nigerian, but I think that um, instead of uh, blaming anybody, I think um, um, what is it? Uh, Nigeria should engage uh, Twitter right. and other investors. Absolutely, even local investors are not having it easy. Right. There is electricity. Look at the electricity supply. Right. Look at all the. Infrastructure. Right. These are the things you look at in, in making an investment. Right. And Nigeria should look engaged and then be able to tell these people, listen, uh, we, I remember in the 80s, mm. you know, mm. when I started journalism, the BBC, VOA, DPA, and many interna- international media organizations right. were operating from, from Cote d'Ivoire, mm. from Abidjan. Right. Because then Nigeria had military uh, regime. Right. But as soon as things opened up, all of them came came to Nigeria. Right. That is what it is. Instead of um, moaning and uh, whining over whether um, blaming anybody, I think Nigeria should um, come straight, come forward, negotiate and talk with them and say, listen, those areas of concern, we are addressing them or we want to address them. And you will see... Twitter coming back, coming to Nigeria where it rightly belongs because of the market. Right. But you cannot just simply because of that. Mm. Um, you weigh that with other factors. Right. I have mentioned them: insecurity and infrastructure. Right. We'll leave it at that. Thank you very much, uh, Paul Ejime.
Thank you. Thank you all for having me. Oh. And I wish um, um, uh, Info uh, Nigeria Info FM um, uh, all the best luck. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, Paul Ejime, International Media and Communication Specialist. And he did it in quick time, right? That's why he's one of the best um, in the field. Uh, we'll just um, go through these things now and again. Thank you. So right now we're going to um, open the phone lines, engage with you. And... Um, I know many of you want to have your say at what uh, you've seen. I've seen several comments coming up on Twitter as well as on Facebook, uh, as well as on YouTube. So while the calls, uh, calls are loading, uh, let, let's go on to uh, WhatsApp. Uh, on WhatsApp, um, Chris from Akute says, um, Good afternoon. I watch women and kids mining uh, copper and uh, in the Congo and uh, is used in Silicon Valley to make billions. African leaders are the worst. On Twitter issue, the minister can tell his story to the Marines. Ororo from Ayobo says, Good day to you, Ayobo. Bros, you didn't tell us Buhari went to London to get his customized nose mask. Why can't he wear a normal one every human being wears? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okwekaende from Ijegun says, As long as Africa still depends on United Nations, African leaders will never get it right. For Africa to get it right, we need to jettison ourselves out of United Nations. How is that going to work? Policies are not making us grow as a continent. If we're to have a good African president, presidents rather, his policy, their policies will expedite and make all African leaders sit tight rather than expecting everything uh, from them. Well, I get your point. Um, but then we even have the African Union, um, the African Union and the, and the regional blocs. What have they really done in making things work uh, one for us? Let's see. We have um, several calls trying to come in. Hello and good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. I go go. Great. Who's your name, please, and where are you calling from? This is Andose calling from Maryland. All right, Andose, let's do this quickly. What do you think about the three stories? Anyone yes. that's got your interest? Yeah, let me talk talk about the dict dictators in uh, in power in Africa. Ah. Yeah, I disagree a bit with your guess about the reason why they are still in power. Mm. Mm. You know, this issue of is because of their colonial master, I think to me is a little bit anachronistic. Mm. Why I'm saying this is that when you look at the new generation of leaders in power in Africa, Good. they are all in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Mm. Most of them are PhD holders. Mm. So if you are telling me that somebody has PhD, mm. it is a, a friend that is dictating. I, I think there is something wrong there. Mm. So we should put the responsibility force on them. They are, they are the cause of the problem Africa are not the colonial master anything. Mm. And African African population themselves are the cause. Mm. Because if you go to a country you realize that somebody has been there maybe for 20, 30, mm. 30 years. Right. He's not doing well. But you will see some section of the country who are ready to die for him. Mm. Mm. Maybe because they are from his ethnic group, maybe because some somebody in their family is in power right. or religion. Right. So you cannot accuse go and accuse a, a foreign country because of stupidity of Africa. Look mm. at what you talk about Burkina Faso. Right. When people were tired of compounding yeah. in Burkina Faso, the president of uh, France, everybody knows that France was, was supporting him. Right. People went into the street. Right. In the capital, Ouagadougou, more than 50,000 youth right. went and burned down the National Assembly when they were in session. Right, right. Senators were jumping through the windows and running away. Right, because I guess France saw that the popular uh, the, no, the population saying, the turned against the, the, the government in power. So they had they no choice the but to stick with, the, with what the people wanted. The reality is that the reality is that when the African population are ready, mm. they can get rid of any dictator. Mm. 
Right, we'll leave it at that. They can get rid of any dictator when they're tired, like uh, happened in Burkina Faso, Revolution 2.0 it was called. I can take in one more call, I think, and then get what you have to say about uh, stories on Global Review. Hello and good afternoon. Yes, uh, how are you? I'm brilliant. And your name, please, and where you're calling from? Yes, um, my name is Kelvin, which is from Sulu. All right, Kelvin, please go ahead. Yes, um, I have mixed feelings about this issue of Thomas Sankara. Mm. Because I personally love the man. Mm. He was a pan-Africanist. Mm. He was a Marxist. Mm. He was an icon, a revolutionist mm. that you know changed the face of leadership in Africa. Mm. But with what has happened so far, mm. French government cannot be exonerated from mm. this. Mm. They mm. cannot. As far back as 2016, mm. the Burkina Faso government has filed a report that the French government should release the report of the killing of Thomas Sankara. Mm. Up till now, it has not seen the light of day. Mm. And the wife, you know, accused France also mm. of that assassination. Mm. But I'm happy that at last, the judgment day is getting closer. <laughs> Campoli will not escape this mm. because we all know his relationship with the French government mm. because immediately he took over. Mm. He turned all the policies of Thomas Sankara, mm. turned everything, mm. and, you know, the rest is history. Mm. I'm so excited that today that case has come up again, mm. and I'm sure the great Anikola Kofi, Anikola Kukuchi, mm. will be excited also in his grief. Mm. Each time that that man comes to Nigeria, he does not come to see any president, though. Mm. he comes to see the great fellow Nicola Kukuchi, the mm. best of friends. Mm. And I think I want to advise people to go and listen to one of the sons of fella mm. on the ground system. Mm. You will hear. Right, you'll hear a lot. Thank you very much. And I uh, look forward to hearing some more from you as we talk about on Global Review. Never enough time, right? But we're going to keep our fingers on what happens in the trial of Blaise Kamparo if eventually he's asked to come back. All right, um, so we have Elora. Elora is here. Great to see you, Elora. You know that we have um, uh, Zinvest to talk about, right? <laughs> Good afternoon, Gogo. Afternoon, Elora. Uh, a fantastic um, Friday to you. Yeah, same to you. All right, so Zinvest is here, isn't it? Yep. And okay. with what? Okay, so the question is not only about what to invest in. Now, it's even more about who to invest with. Because there's a growing army out there of unregulated asset managers. They would promise you huge unrealistic returns. And they will delve too little into the associated risks. Mm. So Zcrest Investment Managers Zinvest is ready to support your wealth creation journey with mm. research-backed investment options. Mm. So we are your safe, secure and regulated wealth advisory option. Mm. We are the experts and they will show you where all of the opportunities are. Mm. So mm. Zimvest is a Securities and Exchange Commission licensed asset manager. Mm. We create access to investment products for every unique customer. Mm. So our investment products are available in Naira and USD and they are crafted with the best in-market rates. Our platform now allows corporate customers to be digitally onboarded mm -hmm. and they can keep their excess capital in our vaults for business and earn higher rates than even your banks can offer. Mm -hmm. Ethical investors can now enjoy good returns just by investing in our non-interest-free portfolio, mm. Zcrest Ethicals. So mm. with Zimvest, you can have all of your options in one place. 
place. And if you're among the first 1,000 people to download our mobile app today, you can start earning some cash. We're going to ask you to pull on the brakes a little bit. So go on, uh, so people can hear from hear about, uh, about Zinvest a little more. And then I'll come back and ask you some more uh, questions, Laura. All right. Need to save for a new car, house rent, or your next vacation, or be financially ready to get yourself a COVID vaccine next year? Let Zinvest Aspire keep you in check. Need low-risk investment option with attractive rates? Zinvest High Yields is your best bet. Zcrest Investment Managers, Zinvest is a SEC-licensed asset management company. At Zinvest, professional asset managers with industry expertise, dedicate time into preserving your wealth. Zimvest has a web platform that enables you invest in a range of investment products that offers you good returns. Visit www.zimvest.com.ng to get started. Zimvest, demystifying wealth from creation to distribution for all. All right, um, that's Zimvest and um, Elora's still here and um, su- such, such an attractive... Um, um, product it does appear that uh, Zimvest is about, but help us understand some more the the, the features of Zimvest. Okay, so our investment products mm. are available in Naira and USD, mm. and they are crafted with the best in market rates. Mm. Our platform now allows corporate customers to be digitally onboarded, mm. and they can keep their excess capital in our vaults and earn higher rates than even the banks can offer them. Mm. Ethical investors can now enjoy good returns just by investing in our non-interest-free portfolio, Zcrest Ethicals. Like I said, with Zimvest, you can have all of your investment options just in one place. And if you are among the first 1,000 people to download our mobile app, you can start earning some cash. Mm, earning some cash. And um, I, I, this sort of season we're in, uh, where things are, you know, uh, pretty strong, uh, uh, I'm tied to a string in terms of how their budgets work you know for a lot of people how, how, how do people get involved in this okay so if you want to get involved with our company you need to visit www.zimvest.com.ng to get started or you can send an email ask at zimvest.com.ng or you can speak with our private wealth managers on 070-002-00220. Mm, mm. Is there some email, uh, uh, some um, social media, um, uh, just just the number? Okay, so let's take number again and let's, uh, so the people can... Uh, yes. For the last time. Okay, so you can speak with our private wealth managers on 070-002-00220. All right. Thank you very much, Alora. Thank you, um, Listen to Zinvest and get some more information after this. Need to save for a new car, house rent, or your next vacation, or be financially ready to get yourself a COVID vaccine next year? Let Zimvest Aspire keep you in check. Need low-risk investment option with attractive rates? Zimvest High Yields is your best bet. Zcrest Investment Managers, Zimvest is a SEC-licensed asset management company. At Zimvest, professional asset managers with industry expertise dedicate time 
into preserving your wealth. Zinvest has a web platform that enables you invest in a range of investment products that offers you good returns. Visit www.zinvest.com.ng to get started. Zinvest, demystifying wealth from creation to distribution for all. Right. Um, welcome back. And um, we have um, just one more thing to do. All right. Uh, which is um, to crown the winner of uh, just a minute for today, as well as. Um, all right. We'll crown the winner or find out if there's going to be a winner uh, for today. So uh, that's one of my to do list. And um, interesting, I understand there's been no winner yet uh, on any of the shows for just a minute. So it means that the winner of today's Just a Minute on Hat Fact will be our winner for today for 10,000 Naira. Let me just cross-check to be very sure. Don't let anybody who is in any business with you, don't let him second guess you. Our governors are not thinking. We don't even have local government chairmen. So not to talk of the ones that we think. You have lawmakers who are more interested in what they would get from performing oversight functions that are actually making law and insisting that these laws will be obeyed. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. It's talk every day. On the show yesterday, you, you spoke about the tariff hike, electricity tariff hike. Yes. I'm hearing news today that it's being postponed till next year. City of Lagos, did I say it yesterday? I am a prophet. Hear the news and tell us your views. Congratulations once again to Liverpool. Um, despite the disastrous outing you had tonight. Your number one station for talk. You know, the way to give a guideline for organizations. Right. Yes, to implement, to reduce the spread of coronavirus in your group, in your companies. Here in Ingroup, we've done... 99.3 Nigeria. Info. Let's talk. The Supreme Court basically said the only type of register the law recognizes is paper-based. News. The Senate has condemned the proposed siting of 20 projects in Lao local government area of Thurabu. Sports. So number two for Liverpool. And the champions are ahead for the first time in this game. Second earlier, he dropped a clanger. And this time, he's wiped the slate. That's what we do. We are 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. The station. station with the information you need. Those who consulted about airport knew ability that trucks coming to load must have to pack them and wait for their point to load. That was why these spaces were provided. Now you came and sold those places and purchased everywhere. Then trucks who want to load now will not pack along the road. It doesn't work. We don't buy commodities coming from Abuja. No, it's a local affair. These are people who know the people within the state and who know who those who actually did these jobs within the state. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. Just a minute, just a minute on 99.3 Nigeria Invest. All right, you know what it is when you hear the uh, the theme for the segment, which is uh, just a minute brought to you by uh, Credit Bill. 
All right. So, um, so I have, I have I'm, a di- I'm in a di- dilemma here. I know that um, I don't have the names of the winners for the previous. Um, that's on Morning Crossfire as well as uh, uh, What's Up Lagos. But I, I know the leading the leading contestant ha- answered four questions on uh, Morning Crossfire, and then on What's Up Lagos, uh, the one who answered, you know, attempted to answer questions, answered three. So the number to beat is four. If you don't beat four, it means you haven't won. So it's simple. If you um, are less than four, it means the one who won four will be contacted for 10,000 Naira. So for uh, this week, on just a minute, for the last working day of the week, who wins, you will know shortly. Let's go. Hello and good afternoon. Good afternoon. Great. What's your name, please, and where are you calling from? My name is Temi Tokwe Akim from Mushin. Temi Tokwe Akim. Yes, Akim, does your number end with um, triple eight? Yes, sir. The number ends with triple eight, huh? Yes. All right, yes. excellent. Uh, it starts with 090, right? Yes. All right, so it's you. Well, it's excellent. If you're ready, are you, if, are you ready? You know the rules? You set to play. I know the rules. <laughs> the way you're going, it means the guy is set, right? If you're ready, I am ready. Let's go. This is just a minute. All right, let's go. Um, President Patrice Talon has won re-election into what country? Benin Republic. Correct. Who was our guest on today's Global Review? Paul Ejimi. Correct. Who was the former president of uh, Burkina Faso who is now facing trial for... Um, Blaise Campari. Correct. Former president Blaise Campari is being charged for the murder of which ex-president? Thomas Ankara. Uh, Twitter's Africa office will be located in which country? Ghana. Uh, Idore Hills is located in which state in Nigeria? Ondo. Correct. The knight is the only piece in chess which can only move diagonally. True or false? False. Correct. Uh, the Kenji National Park is located in which state in Nigeria? Lokoja. Which state in Nigeria? Kogi. Wrong. Um, where is Gurara Waterfalls located? Zafara. Wrong. How many days does it take for the Earth to orbit around the sun? 365 days. 365 days. All right. So from, um, I see that you have seven questions answered correctly. So, Temitokwe, what's your surname again? Akim Onisoya. Temitokwe Akim Onisoya. You are our winner for just a minute today. Thank you, sir. All right. Just hang on. Uh, we'll, we'll get your number. And um, once again, congratulations. Thank you, sir. All right, um, that's it. Uh, the guy was sharp, you know. He just kept going on and off. At some point, I'll say, Phil, start to fill some of the questions as quickly as possible. Uh, but thank you very much and uh, for being a great spot. And for all, all of you um, who have um, joined in the conversation, we're going to go on a quick break. Uh, the business news update will happen at the top of the hour. And then Public Square, um, which wrote to me, Sankura, we're going to be looking at um, seven years after the abduction of 276 six girls uh, from Chibok. Um, happened um, the 14th of April 2014. Uh, so this week, 